This episode of Wine Time Fridays is brought to you by Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene, the three-day social media conference. Learn from over 20 speakers as they present their social media expertise at the Croc Center in Coeur d'Alene, September 21st to the 23rd. For more information or to reserve your seat today, visit smwcda.com. Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. And if it's dad's day, give him a power tool so he can make those projects that you want to make. Or a tie. <laughs> or, or a tie. Uh. It's been a long week. Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week, over a glass of wine, is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello, and welcome again to another episode of Wine Time Fridays. Happy Friday, and I'm not forgetting this time. It's wine time. What did I forget this time? Oh, good. It's also rosé. It is International Rosé Day today. We missed Shannon Blanc Day. Oh, no. Yeah, that was last uh, Saturday, I think. Uh, International Drink Shannon Blanc Day is what it was. Let me just double check real quick. Last week on June 20th was Drink Shannon Blanc Day. Uh, And then, you know what? We didn't even say Father's Day was coming up. And that was last Sunday, too. Uh Oh, well. No biggie. Dads don't care. Yes, they do. I don't know about that. Uh, but I hope to... you didn't get any power tools. <laughs> <laughs> so that goes back to a conversation Shelly and I have had off and on for many, many years. Um, it, it's always interesting when Mother's Day and Valentine's and all of this and Christmas, it, you know, give her the gift of love. Give her <laughs> diamonds and jewelry and and chocolate oh my i guess and if it's dad's day give him a power tool so he can make those projects that you want or a tie (laughs) or or a tie oh yeah you know what dads just don't care but we're okay but moms get things like coffee makers and new KitchenAid appliances Mm. so that's a good point. The power tools at the kitchen yeah you're right yeah good point uh you're probably wondering why i'm drinking wine already because Shelly and I cheated. We had a little Chardonnay that we got at the Culinary Stone yesterday. The Golden Monterey County Chardonnay 2017. They've got a 40% off table, and we took advantage of that. It was very, very cool. Uh, yeah, that's something it, new. Yeah, it is something new, and and uh, it, it's pretty cool. So, in honor of International Rosé Day, we have got a Seven Hills Dry Rosé, 2017, Columbia Valley. With a uh, screw cap, obviously. With a screw cap. You did hear that. So mm-hmm. let's see if you can hear this. That's such a pretty sound. It is a great sound. And this is a really pretty wine, too. It uh, is. It's very um, blush. Yeah. A lot of people think that rosés are very sweet, but they are actually not. They don't have to be. That's for sure. They are not white Zinfandel. Oh, not even close. This is, uh, 
It's really interesting. We're we're doing this, and Shelly is distracted looking at her new Fitbit that she's got. <laughs> I don't know what she's looking at. It keeps buzzing. It keeps, <laughs> are you? Does it want you to I feed? I haven't you, done enough it? stuff today. It's been obviously. A, it's been an interesting week. We're going to go yes. ahead and uh, toast up this rosé to International Rosé Day, to health, wealth, and abundance, to gratitude and romance and romance and your giggles and your kisses. Mm. Wow. So this is a rosé of Cab Franc yep. with a Franc. wee bit of Petit Verdot. A petit, petit bit of Petit Verdot. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes me laugh. That's great. It's 12.5% alcohol, which you know, is good. It is good. You know what we find sometimes is they, they, they lie a little bit on their tasting notes. <laughs> For really? what's put on the bottle, this says twelve point six percent. Oh well, by volume. So I, I mean, it is interesting though. Sometimes we well, get a difference. Some extra alcohol jumped into that particular bottle. But they can be off by half a percent, and not get in trouble legally. Oh. You want to ring that bell again, don't you? I don't. <laughs> I'm just moving it out of the way. What other information do you have on this Seven Hills Rosé? Well, they are saying it is guava and grapefruit and papaya on the taste. I definitely get the papaya. And it it, it is a really pretty pale peach color. The, the color the, is really cool. And the grapefruit, a little bit. Um, it's got a tiny, tiny bit of effervescence when you first pour it. Interesting. Little bubbles, but now they're gone already. Yeah, so. They are. A hint of spice, definitely. I get some cloves. I'm not sure why. It's interesting. And they say they get herb oh, of grace. Oh, er, yeah, herb of, herb of grace. Somebody <laughs> mentioned, well, not the winery itself. Somebody mentioned on, on one enthusiast. of the... enthusiast, yeah. Yes, herb of grace. I've never heard that. I... I thought I was a good cook, and I don't even know about this herb of grace. Well, there's, there, we're always learning, right? There's always room for improvement. Uh, mm -hmm. This is a 2017. I don't believe you can get this. And to be tr truthful, we bought almost two cases of this. Oh, we did, yes. Yeah. Uh, because and, we really liked it. Well, we found it at the grocery outlet for $4 a bottle. Well, you didn't have to mention that. No, but, but, but that's, you know, here's the thing. The grocery outlet doesn't have a bunch of great wine, but they do have Some little really treasures. That's right. This is a treasure. Mm. What did we get Lady in Red a couple, three years ago for four or five bucks a bottle? That okay. was sensational. That's mm. from Kestrel Vineyards. Yeah, and this is normally an $18 bottle right. of rosé. I think at the time it was around 15 bucks, which was around 2018. This is from October 2018 from The Wine Enthusiast. A very pretty pale peach color. The aromas offer vibrant notes of watermelon, hard cherry candy, peach, and an herb of grace note. They actually said herb grace note. I think they meant it's herb, herb of grace. grace. Yeah. The palate There's no cherry candy on this. You don't get the cherry candy. Well, I don't, couldn't tell you because I really don't eat that stuff. Oh, those were so good. <laughs> <laughs> the palate shows depth while remaining light on its feet with tart, Flavorful finish that sails. Mm. 
There's some tartness, yes. Yeah, there is some tartness, and that's kind of fun in this, and it really is dry. It is not a sweet rosé. It's really delicious. And uh, we we have a list of rosés that we do like. Now, what did you say, Shelley, <laughs> earlier? Oh, have I ever met a rosé I, I didn't, didn't like? like. <laughs> no, not so far. <laughs> so <laughs> Rosé all day. You want to mention some of the rosés that we really like that we know people well, can, can get? I really like... The French rosés. And one of my very favorites was always Montes Cherub, which mm. we cannot find anymore. Yeah, it's a hard one but to find. But it's a French rosé, and I first had that in California. It was like 12 um, or 13 bucks. It wasn't even that expensive. No, it wasn't. It, yeah. was, it was really good. So if anyone has seen it, please let us know because please we'd love some. Please let us know. Let me know, and then of, I can be the hero. Some of the others that we love are uh, Sophia mm -hmm. Rosé. That's a California Rosé. Coppola, yeah. Uh, Jones of Washington. We say that was Syrah. A Rosé of Syrah, mm -hmm. yes. So when you're making rosés, you can use different grapes. Um, Sangiovese is one that's used a lot that we really like, don't is Yeah, it? I know there's a Rosé of Sangiovese that we love, but I don't remember who makes it. I just so in Idaho, there's a Koenig dry oh, rosé. Koenig is so good. It's in southern Idaho. I think they hmm. sold. I think they're a different ownership now. Hopefully, they still have the same name. <laughs> well, no, they have the same name, but yes. hopefully, they have the same quality. Hopefully. Um, there's a, and the Koenig is a rosé of Syrah blend. And then, of course, there's um, Cote de Roses. And Which I'm has, losing my voice. That's all right. <clears throat> Which is Grenache, Syrah, and Cinso from France. It's and got a beautiful bottle. So Yeah, what's so what's time, so different about that stopper? Oh, it's a glass stopper. Yeah. So I always save those bottles um, to put our homemade vinegar in. Because they're pretty. Yes. Or else our homemade um, Kahlua or Because uh, they're pretty. Orange liqueur or something Ooh, like that. Yeah, they're very pretty bottles. We made orange liqueur? We have. We it's should been have a, while. a little bit of that tonight. Oh, maybe. And then, of course, there's empathy. Empathy. You know, if we can bring up a Gary Vaynerchuk uh, reference in every episode, <laughs> we may get some followers, right? <laughs> oh, and but the, the empathy rosé, it really, really was a good rosé. It was really good. It's twenty bucks, but honestly, it that's okay. Twenty bucks is not bad at all for a really good ro uh, rosé. We put that rosé up against I can't remember what. We went head to head. Do you remember? You did a blind, mm -hmm. and the empathy was a the little winner. better. Yeah, it was a lot better. And but, the other one was a rosé that we liked. So there's that. Right, and I can't remember what we went head-to-head. -head. So just for reference, just so that everybody knows, we now found out what we're getting for the Gary V. Wine Club, which <laughs> should be coming soon, a 2018 Co de Provence Rosé wow. from France, $26 uh, list price, a 2011 Graciano Rioja, $17 uh, list price, and a 2017 Richard Peterson Pinot Noir, which is From? a $65 Pinot Noir. It's uh, California. Ah, yep. California Pinot Noir. Hmm. Yep. For $65. For 65 bucks. So you add that up, it's about 105 bucks, give or take, maybe 103 And the wine club is 69 bucks. You do the math. It's pretty dang good. 
uh, value. So uh, some of the other rosés that I thought I would mention is Helix. Remember Helix or Helix? Mm -hmm. Helix. Yeah, we did that. We did that pour at Vintage Spokane. We did a number of those pours. I forget what that was a rosé of. I want to say a Sangiovese. Beaujolais, by the way, the Gamay grape mm -hmm. is a perfect grape for, for rosés. Perfect. Okay. We need to find that. They're out there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, one that I one that I wrote down that is not, it didn't really hit. It was Chateau Saint-Jean had that rosé. And we it just has a funky nose to it. Rosé should have like this strawberry brightness to it, right? And bright cherries and yes. bright. Am I saying bright not enough? Not too thick. It should be light. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to actually talk about a whole bunch of other things that I've got in my notes. Did you know that there are over 10,000 different grape varieties in the world, and some are still being discovered and identified? To be sure, most are simply genetic mutations or clones of existing grape families, almost all of which have occurred naturally over time, but it hints at the enormity of the world of wine. Don't worry, only about 75 of these are regarded as important grape varieties, and only about a third of those are considered to be noble grapes. This is good news, because it suggests the truth that once the rudiments or fundamentals of wine are learned, one will possess that foundational knowledge forever and not forget it. It means that functional and effective grounding for wine knowledge can be obtained fairly quickly, and it will serve the learners well for the rest of their lives. To experience wine like this, book and reserve your Culinary Stone wine tasting classes, which are every Sunday at 2 p.m. right away. Visit culinarystone.com for more information or simply call 208-277-4116 to reserve your spot. Alrighty, welcome back. <laughs> it's funny because it's the first time we did that. And Shelly's like, what? Uh, um, so we've been going through a lot of things lately just with the, you know, first of all, we have social distancing and now we have social justice. Uh, we're, and, and of course, Shelly and I are in social media. There's a lot of social and there's a lot of social division going on right now. Uh, but there's a great quote in Sideways that has to do with the the wine and kind of the life behind it but i wanted to read you this quote from joel peterson who is one of the pioneers of modern california winemaking and the founder and winemaker of ravenswood winery which is known for its award-winning zinfandels mm -hmm. um, it's also known for its single vineyard wines a designation that means the wine was produced from grapes from that same vineyard but this is the key and this is why wine can really play an important part in society and life. We all just need to get along. And one of the ways we get along is by sharing our commonality. And our commonality is that we all eat and we all drink. He goes on to say, some of my most important social experiences have been with people of incredibly diverse and different backgrounds than my own. And wine is a way of interacting that is non-controversial that allows you to get the controversial stuff while still being amicable. And I think it helps you reach understandings that you wouldn't otherwise have. 
And you know what? Whatever it takes to get to that commonality is okay. And so, Shelly, do you want to read that quote from Sideways? Sideways, The Life of Wine. And I'm just going to sip my rosé while you read it. (laughs) This quote was spoken by the actress Virginia Madsen. She played Maya. Yep, to Paul Giamatti on the deck. I remember it vividly. Yes. I like to think about the life of wine, how it's a living thing. I like to think about what was going on the year the grapes were growing, how the sun was shining, if it rained. I like to think about all the people who tended and picked the grapes. And if it's an old wine, how many of them must be dead by now? I like how wine continues to evolve, like if I opened a bottle of wine today, it would taste different than if I opened it at any other day, because a bottle of wine is actually alive, and it's consistently evolving and gaining complexity, that is, until it peaks. You know, it's, it, there are everyday wines you probably don't uh, put in this context. But there are those special bottles, the bottles that you have with friends, the bottles that you have uh, with a certain event, a wine that you taste. You know, like we do open that bottle night sometimes. Those are really important wines. And to reflect back on the stories behind the wine, right? Mm -hmm. I love that quote. Yeah, the stories behind the wine, the stories behind the people, the stories behind the wine. Stories are so important. And I'm like tearing up right now because it really is important to me. Uh, I know that it sounds super stupid, but when you when you really think about what went into every bottle, that the part, that one part, and if it's an old wine, how many of them must be dead by now? Yeah, I don't like that saying. No, I dead don't. By now. No, I don't Maybe either. Passed on. But but a seriously, better word. It, but you also have to remember. This scene um, in an I Love Lucy episode. Oh, okay, good. I thought you were going to say something else about that scene in Sideways. No, not that. Yeah, what was going on during that scene, right? Not that. So when Lucy and Ethel are stomping grapes with the locals. (laughs) Or. And both of those ladies have passed on. There's a there's a monk episode that involves stomping grapes too. Oh yeah, nature. <laughs> nature. Nature's on my feet. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my goodness. So let's get to talking about a couple things. First of all, I need to say this. Can I say this? I, I need to get this out I of the way. So. <laughs> I keep forgetting to do the um, the numbers of episodes. So this is episode ten. But we have had other episodes, and <laughs> yeah, nine other episodes. I know, right? But I, but there's a there's a guy named Mitch Levy who's got uh, Mitch Unfiltered, I think now as a podcast, and he names everyone as episodes, and then he talks about a famous player with that number. We can only do that for the first 100 episodes. Well, we kind of screwed up on the first few, but 007. Oh, 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 I want to talk about this one. Good. Number 10 was our high school quarterback. Oh, my God. And he just passed away last oh, week. Oh, that's sad. It is very sad. I'm sorry. He was what was his name? Danny Accomando. And he was a favorite of many, many people. He and his brother, Tony, 
they both were quarterbacks in different years, and they both did very well. And when they played, that was the years we won the CIF championship. So that's California. That's a big time championship. Yeah. CIF is. Yeah, it is. You guys are pretty good we for were. a little. Uh, well, we were not that little of a school. Okay. Back then. I think we were a 4A, so pretty big. But, anyways, so, let's cheer uh, oh, to Dan. Danny Yukonloi. Akamondo. There we go, Akamondo. Well, you have to simplify that t- out. So I was going to start this at 007, which, of course, is James Bond. is not a sports thing. Do you have a, a an athlete for seven, number seven that you remember? I do not. It was Mickey Mantle was number seven. That's way back. That's very far back. John Elway, who ha- happens to have... We, hey, both we, here. We rode, we John rode in John Elway's boat. boat. That's right. Uh, Nate Archibald also. Number eight. Now, eight has significance with you and I, but we won't go into that. But uh, how about Troy Ekman, Steve mm-hmm. Young, early Kobe Bryant? Yes. Or was it late Kobe Bryant? What Did he I have number eight first or number 24 I believe first? he had number eight. Yeah. And number nine, someone in the news lately, Drew Brees. Oh. And now we hit number 10, which you... Uh, they, uh, of course, they all go back to sports. Well, no, these are all all sports. I, mean, I no, guess ballerinas yeah. don't really have numbers. No, they don't. <laughs> I would love to hear how you're going <laughs> to spin that. Number 10, one of my favorites ever, Walt Clyde Frazier. I don't even know who Walt Frazier, the Knicks? Oh, no, I don't know him. How about Fran Tarkenton? I know him. Well, we'll, we'll move on. But anyway, so we're going to try to do that in subsequent episodes if we can. But I know there was a number 10 on the docks. So. It has to be. <laughs> it has to be somewhere. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, okay, so we've mentioned the Seven Hills, which is really good. Right now, the 2019. I and think I is think it's out. time to go. <laughs> well, no, I, I know. Uh, we're having um, salmon tonight. No, pork. Pork tonight. Pork. And I've got Shelly. I've got a Barbera, Barbera de Alba. I've got a Coderone, and I got a Pinot Noir, and the yeah. Pinot what? Noir is not a great one, I don't think. That's why I'm. I've got the it's other. It's not two. a great one for pork. Well, not this, this particular. particular. I don't think it's this particular one. I don't think those other two would be good. I think they may. Well, we'll let you know next yeah, week we'll, for sure. We'll try them all. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, what else was I going to ask? How was your week? It's been a very busy week. Busy, busy with some. Different things going on, but nevertheless, we trudge on. Some of the wines we tried this week, Dunham Cellars Trutina. That's good stuff. But every time I think of Dunham Cellars, I think of three dogs. Three-legged dog. Three, leg, three, leg dog. three legged, dog. legged dog. Yeah. Which I think that dog's still alive. I don't think so. No. Maybe we better edit that whole part out. <laughs> no, no, this is just a conversation. And then we also had something, it was a Chateau Saint Michel wine. It was called uh, Liquid Light Sauvignon Blanc. And it was actually really good. I loved it. But it was 2019. How many 2019 wines have we had in the past month? I think that might be three. Hmm. I mean, the, the, the berries were on the vines seven months ago. No, 10 months ago, eight months ago. Anyway, I don't know. 
Anything else you want to add? No. On this International <laughs> Rosé Day. International Rosé Day, yes. There's another wine in the Temecula Valley area that has a nice rosé called Peltzer Winery. We have the Peltzer wine downstairs. We do, but it's not a rosé. No, it's not. It's a but red. But I do have a rosé all day t-shirt that I got from Peltzer Winery. Uh, do you- Very cute winery. They do a lot of things for families, so they have pumpkin patch and... Um, they have weddings down there. Really you, lovely winery. You visited uh, Peltzer with the, the Omega, Omega Insiders. Insiders. Yeah, yes. okay. Some of them, a few of them, yep. <laughs> you have a social media tip. A social media tip. Yeah. So the social media tip of the week is if you have a business and you're on social media, the first thing you need to do is define your ideal customer. You want to give them a name. You want to Speak look to at them. things such as, um, are they married? Do they have kids? What kind of car do they drive? What, what kind do of they house spend, do they live yep, in? What do they spend their discretionary, inco- uh, discretionary income on? Where do they spend their money? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Easy for um, me to say. And every time you write something, you want to write to that particular person, even if it's on social media if it's in a blog post, if it's on your website copy, you want to keep in mind that particular person. And I have a business coach who actually has a desk for her ideal right. client. If she ever has a question, she turns she, to her empty desk and it's asks Mary. the question. Her name Mary. is Mary. Oh, I didn't yes. know. I thought it was Kathy for <laughs> no, some reason. No, it's Mary. And she talks to her. So yep. that would be a good tip. Know your ideal customer. That's where it all begins. It is. Everything, everything, everything comes down to that particular person. It doesn't mean you can't sell outside there, but that's who you're talking to. So we are talking to you and thanking you for joining this episode of Wine Time Fridays and International Rosé Day. We want to know what you had in the form of a rosé or did, were you able to find any Seven Hills? Uh, dry rosé, which we highly recommend. It's really good. And uh, just remember, with just a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes much less overwhelming. So please visit our Facebook page and uh, our sponsor page and all of that. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next week, happy, happy wine time. and Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to visit our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page for daily conversation. We invite you to join us again next week when we have a conversation over another glass of wine. Until then, here's our toast to you, to health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, and of course, romance.